Welcome to the Happy Holy Podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, a doctor of traditional naturopathy and certified brain health professional. Now, those of you that know Happy Holy You, you know that we are all about health and well-being, and we combine all the physical aspects, nutritional aspects, as well as the energetic and emotional aspects to well-being. So on this podcast, you guys, you are going to get a variety of information with different topics that can range from brain health all the way to how your energy field impacts your overall health and well-being. Now, let me remind you that we are not giving medical advice on this podcast, and these are just our personal experiences and information that we are sharing. If you do have any physical or any mental challenges going on in your life, we highly recommend that you seek a medical professional that you have a strong relationship with. All right, you guys, we are going to get started. So here we go. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Happy Whole You podcast. Today, I have a very special guest near and dear to my heart. Her name is Sue Watson. She's a business consultant, leadership and strategic expert. She's a coach. She's a speaker. She's an author. And she has over 25 years of professional consulting experiences. And this expands over four continents. And she is an expert in the field of human development. And she is straightforward. She gets to the point and she gets results. So I'm so excited to have you listen to our conversation today because she has some amazing tips. So here we go. All right, you guys. Hey, everyone on Instagram. We're coming at you live from the content lab and we are on the Happy Whole You podcast. I'm interviewing my dear friend, Sue Watson, and I'd like to share with you guys how we met or would you like to share no you go ahead (laughs) (laughs) we made quick decisions yes so about i don't know five years ago or so thereabouts five years ago i went to this woman's group and in the women's group they interview you before they'll let you in you know i wanted to get in the club (laughs) and so i sit down to interview with i don't know it's like four or five other women and they asked me you know why are you here and ultimately I said, I want to find my five, my five besties. And I looked at this woman and I said, I want to be one of your five. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't know the truth of that statement back then, did we? No, but we know now. We do know now. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, Sue is such a special person to me and she has helped push me in so many ways, personally and professionally. And I asked her to come on the podcast because she's one of those people that, you know, if you say you're going to do something, she will point out that you're not doing the very thing you said you want to (laughs) do. Yeah. And then she's the very person that will call you out on your silliness, your BS, your excuses. So I asked her to come on today to talk about a few things, talk about rackets, talk about doing what you say you're going to do. And being truthful and honest with yourself. Yeah. Yeah, we should say a little bit more about that, you know, calling each other out. You know, it's really good to have a friend that holds you to a high standard. And when you're in one of those moods where you just want to complain, whine, (laughs) find something bad to say about somebody, you phone that friend and you say, hey, this is what I'm going, and they start laughing at you before you even open your mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's what we do for each other is just hold each other to a high standard because we're aware 
that our brains are listening to us every time we speak, so we'd better be saying more positive things. So it's kind of good to get that out of the way sometimes with somebody yeah. you trust to do something good for you. Yeah, I mean, literally we'll call each other and we'll say, hey, I have to complain for a minute. And we already start laughing. Like we already know, we already start laughing at each other, but then we say our things. Yeah. And then it, we bring it back to it in perspective for each other about yeah. just being in gratitude. Yeah. And also focusing on what we want and not what we don't want, which is a big thing. Yeah, exactly. Because whatever you're putting out in the world, whether it be positive or negative, it's going to come back to you. Yeah, right. And we know that to be true. Yes, <laughs> we do indeed. So can you share with the listeners the concept of a racket? Because we all have so many of these going on and they might be saying like, what do you mean a racket? What does that mean? Yeah, well, a racket is basically a complaint or something that's unwanted in your life that persists. And it's held in place. So even your complaints are held in place because there's a payoff for your complaint. There's a reason. Otherwise, there would be no reason to have your complaint lasting or living around. Yeah, it's like the the complaint of the thing you the very thing you say you don't want, but yet you continue to complain about it. It comes back to you like a racket. And it allows you to stay in the victim mentality. Yeah, it keeps you in victim mode, but it also has you being right. Yeah. Right. So if I'm saying something bad about you, Anna Marie, I'm actually being right and I'm invalidating yourself and giving myself a dopamine boost because I'm better than you, I'm superior to you, or I'm right and you're wrong, or, you know, sometimes we do it to win an argument or to avoid losing an argument and those kind of things. But there's always a payoff for the racket, but the other side of the racket or the complaint is basically you can think of a racket as a recurring complaint. Then the other side of that is this payoff. There's payoff on the one side, but on the other side of that coin is the cost of that racket. Mm -hmm. So when you're racketeering, when you're complaining, when you're, you know, whining incessantly about the same thing. So on the other side of the payoff, so you're saying you're keeping your complaint alive to be right. But on the other side of that, it's costing you well-being, satisfaction, love, people, relationships. Yeah and vitality yeah so really every time you complain it's costing you life yeah which is really sad and tragic and we don't even recognize that we're doing that mm-hmm. and that's again why we come back to each other and say let's not do that yeah. yeah so for those of you listening if you think about a racket in your life and i'll give you an example so a racket in my life has been with my husband yeah we all have rackets with our spouses. <laughs> <laughs> it could be as simple as putting the top back on the toothpaste, or it could be something uh-huh. much more serious. But the racket is being held in place because there's a payoff, yeah. and it's costing you vitality and life satisfaction. Right. So the payoff is, I'm right, you're wrong. And uh, so you need to change that when really, yeah. I don't even need to have a racket with that. It's like... Does putting the cap on the toothpaste, is that really, is that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I can allow that to cost well, me my happiness? Well, here's the other thing with a racket is there's something to be responsible for. So every single complaint that we have, whether it's new or old, every single complaint allows us an opportunity to see what we need to be responsible for mm. in that moment. So if the toothpaste lid is such a big issue there's something to be responsible for that you know for me it's as simple as um, putting the lid back on myself right or i could sit down in the right moment and say let's do this a little differently in the bathroom 
Yeah. Yeah. But um, we love to complain. We love to complain. We love to be right. And that's interesting yeah. because the brain does this thing where it's, we can literally recondition our brain. And if we're doing this thing where we're looking for what's not right, our brain will continue to do that every day. So as simple as, and research shows us as simple as every night before you go to bed, really sitting there to think about what you are grateful for and what was good in your day. If you do that over a period of time every night, what happens is your brain, it's plastic, right? So you start creating these new neural pathways to start looking for the good in every day because stuff happens every day. We all know that someone cuts you off. Somebody's late. Something's not working out. Your microphone's just not staying put, <laughs> right? And you can, <laughs> we could just, you know, some of these things, we take it so seriously. When we yeah. can just laugh at it. Yeah, and in business as well, you're going to find, because I'm a business specialist. You yes, know? <laughs> and I, and I, when we do the final podcast, I'll have actually introduced and shared all the things. So those of you on Instagram Live, go to the Happy Whole You podcast, and you can start following. So when this episode drops, you'll hear the full credentials of Miss Sue Watson, because she is an amazing woman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, the brain is basically between, you're the brain specialist, but between the ages of zero, minus three even, last trimester in in utero, we are having a big brain dump. We're in a semi-hypnotic state. And in order to learn to be a human being from that age through seven years old, we're just having this big brain dump. Mm-hmm. And and that's programming our brain and, yeah. and wiring our brain. And we think the brain thinks, but actually all the does all the brain does do is record. Yeah. Record <laughs> to keep us alive for survival. So we're recording and replaying over and over mm-hmm. and over again and it stops us from getting the results that we want yeah. in life. So you've really got to be careful what you say to your brain and how to rewire it. It's not that difficult, right? Yeah. And you could record over those programs, but some of those programs are strong, you know, like this isn't available to me. I'm not good enough. Nobody likes me. Like these programs are literally from that zero to seven years old. Yeah. We get all these programs in. And then as we go to our adulthood, we're trying to figure out how to get beyond those. But yeah. most people don't even know they have them. That's right. And we're compensating for them. And it's running in the background all the time. And we're compensating for it. And we're making major decisions in our life based mm-hmm. on the programming that's not even the truth. You know, so for example, my one of my programs is that I'm not good enough or I'm not wanted. You know, and there's plenty of evidence of that when I was a kid. My brother was six years older than me. My sister's nine years older than me. And there was a lot of evidence that I was not wanted, but it's not still there and it's not forever. But I act as if when it's running in the background, I act as if it's the truth and I make decisions based Mm -hmm. on that. So for example, when I'm making a sales call and I'm already thinking, oh, they're too busy for me. They don't (laughs) have time for me. So we all have to rewire that before I go into the meeting. Yeah, because when you were a kid, that wasn't the truth. That's That's just what you recorded. That's right. And it's the interpretation that I had, yeah. Yeah, you gave it the meaning. Yeah, I made up a story. You did. Oh, the stories. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. We make up these stories around... Everything. Everything. And if you just really bottom line, what really happened... You know, like you make up a story about, oh, nobody likes me at work. My boss doesn't like me and, you know, they don't appreciate me and all of this, blah, blah, blah. When really what happened is your boss sent you an email, asked for A, B and C, and you made a whole story around it. That's right. That's right. So how do we counter that? We counter that 
by putting the future first. Mm -hmm. You see, the other thing is we've made stories up. So I made a story up about you, Anna Marie. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I I met Anna Marie, and the story that I made up about her was that she was a great person and somebody that was very interesting and beneficial to our community. And I live with that story, and as a result, my relationship with her is based on that story, right? But we make up story about coworkers and they're not so positive or about our boss and they're not so positive and we live as if that's the truth. Mm. So then before we even go into a meeting, we've already decided the outcome of the meeting and that's nuts, that's crazy. Yes. So what we should be doing is putting the future first in everything. So, and we know how to do this if you've, do you have a driver's license? Yeah, so you put the future first, which is I want to be able to drive a car. Mm -hmm. And you went and did what you had to do to create that future. Do you have a degree? Yes. Okay, and we can do that in every area of our life. So in every area, particularly in the business world is my specialty. We can say, this is what I want to create. What do I have to do to get there? Versus this is horrible and I'm horrible and I'm a bad person and I can't do anything and I'm useless. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. So whether it's a a long term vision that you have, as long as you have a vision for something, as long as you've created that future in your mind, you can generally make it happen. Yeah, I love that. We can have whatever we want. Now, I want you to talk about a piece of doing what you say Mm. you're going to do. Yeah, because a lot of times people aren't living with integrity. Yeah, they'll say, you know, something as little as, oh, let's grab coffee. And they have yeah. no intention of grabbing coffee with that person, but yet they say it. Yeah. And so even in those small circumstances, those are actually big circumstances, yeah. we need to take yeah. that away. So can you talk on that? Yeah, I can. Your brain's listening to you. We've said that already all the time. Your brain's listening to you. So if I say, let's go get a cup of coffee and I don't do it, then to myself, I become somebody whose word is not reliable. Mm-hmm. So every time I say, let's have a cup of coffee, I have to put it on my to-do list. Or let's go for lunch sometime, or I haven't seen you, let's catch up sometime. It has to go on my plan. Actually, my calendar is better than my to-do list. So it has to be planned into my life so that my self, my brain, understands that I'm a person whose word can be trusted. So, you know, how does this play out? If you think about it, if you're a person whose word can be trusted, then you can create anything for yourself and your life and your business and your body will follow suit because your brain already knows that your word can be trusted. So you want to be in business and in life doing what you say you're going to do or at least cleaning up if you're unable to do it. Yeah, so if you you have the intentions and you share with someone, hey, I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. And then something happens to where you're not going to be able to fulfill that end of your commitment of what you say you're going to do. It's picking up the phone. It's calling it out, not making up a story around it. You just say, Hey, I said I was going to do this. I'm not able to. Yeah. Can we do something? Yeah. So there's another thing that goes along with this Anna Marie is that it's unusual behavior. So for example, if I say I'm going to be here at 8.30 and I'm running late and I'm going to be in at 8.32, I'll call or text and say, I'm running late, I'll be in at 8.32. Well, people say, why do you worry about that? You know, it's two minutes. Who cares about (laughs) two minutes? But again, it's unusual behavior. So if I am late and I haven't let you know, you know, hey, something's up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something's up because right. Sue's on time or mm-hmm. she's and, you know, people are late and they don't recognize the impact that that has on the people around them. Yeah. 
and the loss of credibility that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because two minutes turns into four, four turns into yeah. 10, 10 turns into 15, yeah. and then yeah. it's like, oh. And if you're running a business meeting with executives, that's very expensive, 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, so as we wrap up here, what are a couple nuggets that you would leave to the listeners where they can start to move the needle in their life of being their true authentic self, being honest with themselves, living with integrity? Yeah. What would you say? I would say make sure that you're telling yourself the truth and not some old outdated lie. Mm. You are worthy. You are awesome. You are incredible. You can get results. There's very little that's outside of your control. You can change and rewrite your future. And you probably need to call the two of us and between us, we'll help you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, thank you, Sue, for joining me on the Happy Hill You podcast. And we need to have you on again because this was just a teeny tip of the iceberg, tip of the iceberg, a drop in the ocean. And yeah, your knowledge is so valuable. So thank you guys for listening. And I'm excited to share this episode with you. Thanks for having me. Yes. Enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happyholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.